0: Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Joe.
1: I'm Jake. I am Clifford. Yeah.
0: First time.
1: Yeah, first first side in in the land of the Fresh Prince. Yes.
2: Yeah, I've never been to Philly before.
1: I would say when we originally started this project, it was a way, way slower, way doomier. Um, I think we kind of evolved to the point where we included or at least developed a more post hardcore sound. Um, we actually originally started as a four piece band. We were not always a three piece. Um, we originally had a bassist, uh, Breadsticks. Shout out to Breadsticks if you're listening. Um, and. Um, we had two guitar players, a bass player with drums. And it was probably, it was a lot more pronounced, a lot more kind of Black Sabbath-y, you know, the slower side of ISIS. Um, But then as we, um, Breadsticks left the band, um, around this time last year actually, it was around last August, and uh, ever since then, we've kind of wanted to evolve and bring our sound to another level. And um, I would say with Joe moving from originally being a guitar player to now our bassist, um, it's def. We definitely have a more pronounced hardcore influence. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not. Nah, nah, that's what we want, man. Yeah. I guess.
0: I guess it just kind of happened. I. I um was just like, you know, having another person in a band. It's, it's not only. It's just like it's another instrument. It's a whole another like, soul. It's, it's another a,
1: human being. It's another life.
0: Destiny. You know. It's. It's a whole. It's. It's crazy. I don't even want to go there, but um, yeah, it's been, the past year's been awesome, like I've learned how to play bass and it's cool, worked out.
1: I think we're just going to go wherever we feel that our influence is and just our own creativity will take us. I mean, we've even joked about it. Like, you know, one day if we show up to practice and like, you know, just want to make like a black metal song, you know, we'll do it. But I mean, obviously there's still a, a sort of concurrent theme going throughout this. And, you know, I think that us being from different parts of New England originally, us being a diverse band racially, financially, whatever, you want to call it, we're just diverse. Um, I think that affects us in different ways. You know, I think we're, we're three unique dudes, and it's kind of weird how we each kind of represent a different pillar. I would say that as a drummer, I mean, I've only been playing drums for just over four years. And when I initially started, I was super into, like, you know, Black Sabbath, Bill Ward, uh, Electric Wizard, Thou, all the, you know, really cool, like, Textury doom bands and Joe, I would say, brought to the table like a more hardcore influence, and then Jake, just as a guitar player, I don't, he's probably the best guitar player I've ever played with, to be honest with you. I mean, and I would say he has more of a desert rock. I don't know. How would you describe it?
2: Yeah, it's like it's a little Kaya like
1: Josh Homme, you know. And it's
2: like we have like a good groove, I think. And so as long as that stays, we'll keep going in whatever direction it kind of takes. If that makes
1: sense. I like to think of the band as an omelet. Uh, you know, it's it, you, you have the egg, which is kind of the band, and then you have the things that you want to put in it. I mean, you could have like a steak and cheese omelet. You could have a veggie omelet with just like peppers and onions and greens. You could have just an omelette on itself, just, just the egg. And I feel that we each bring like a different flavor to it. And I, I find that we're still pushing. I, w- I wouldn't say that we're necessarily settled within this sound that we're in right now, but I think we're trending in a positive direction. We actually had a pretty long discussion about this yesterday, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, we heard that.
0: Well, I think part of it is um I'm really small. I'm also Asian. So I probably don't have my diaphragm isn't really that I don't know how you would say like um Yeah, the I can't get gutturals, man. That's it's it's just not there. I don't have enough testosterone, so I make up for it for standing on my tippy toes and just projecting. I, I project more than I can do gutturals, I guess.
1: And and I think that's part of the reason why we call the band experimental, is because you know they, it's kind of different to hear like his style of hardcore, more traditional vocals over like the kind of slower stuff that we do. Um, you know, there there are other p- pieces of the music where we experiment, but I think that's really cool. And you know, I think it, I'm not going to say it necessarily sets us apart, but you know, it, like it it kind of gives us. It, it, I feel like it's our sauce. You know, I I notice how I'm comparing things to food. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's something's on my mind. I don't know.
0: Well, you just—you did just eat a Philly cheese steak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shout shout out to the tattooed mom, by the way.
0: Yeah. Thanks for the tattooed mom for letting us uh, eat food on their couch and drink beer.
1: you know it's funny like before no one ever understood it everyone was just like oh is that like a spanish word and it is a spanish word actually cazador translated to spanish means hunter but yes the the origin is actually from uh fallout uh, yeah, me and the guys were actually huge fans of uh, Fallout 3, specifically. I mean, it's a little nerdy, and, you know, we thought it sounded cool. My last name is Cazo, so, so calling it Cazador was like, I don't know. We just felt like it was an... I think, what were some other names that we went through? I think it was like Belial, and like, yeah, we, we went through a whole bunch of other stuff. It just rolls off the tongue, and, you know, we actually just recently found out there's like some, like, um, I think Spanish electro dub artist... That has our name, Cazador, and uh, there, I think there's some other artists overseas who share the name. But, yeah, it is originally from Fallout, which we were super into. Yeah. Brotherhood of Steel, man. Yeah. I, w- I would say so, yeah. It's a quirk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, have some french fries, man. That'll stimulate your uh your Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we try to subvert a lot of things. You know what I mean? And and that was actually one of the first songs that's on our first EP, right? The Pale one. Yeah, that that was one of the first songs where we like really wanted to get like a hardcore feel, or at least start a song with a hardcore feel, and just incorporate it into the doominess, which you heard me refer to earlier. Um, Joe was all over that at the beginning. Yeah. that song is actually about the Slender Man. I'm not sure if you've gotten a, a chance to take a look at the lyrics. Yeah, the, uh, the song is actually about... Yeah, he is the pale one, the, the Slender Man. Yeah, say, abandon your video documentation. <laughs> uh well, I mean, that's where we started now. I would say, like, we, we have a much more raw approach to at least writing the lyrics. Um, Joe and myself actually do most of the lyric writing. You want to talk about that, Joe?
0: Yeah, like lately, uh, a lot of the lyrics we've been writing about—they're just—they're very um, contentious. But I don't know if they're—they
1: like how when I say contentious, I—I I, I don't know. It can—they can be polarizing. Like we—we we actually wrote a song that has yet to be released, actually. We're probably going to put it on our next EP. And, you know, it, it, one perception of it lyrically, I, and I won't give it away since the song's not out yet, but one perception of it lyrically could be that, you know, one is just really, really horny. Um, the other perception of it lyrically is that you kind of want to, uh, I don't know how you put it, like...
0: That you're just hungry.
1: Yeah, that you're hungry. That you yeah. 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 Like... The first um
0: the first lyric i'll just give it away i say lust is a beautiful thing because it is a beautiful thing i mean it it's it's awesome it sucks i mean it draws you to something so why not tell people yeah it's good for the population and
1: the human race you know yeah but i I would definitely say, yeah, from like Deep Sown Crypt to Quietest, the songs were a lot more uh, just kind of, you know, quirky. You know, we we tried to be kind of, you know, a little, uh, I wouldn't say sophomoric, but like kind of underhanded with our humor. Now with Broken Sun, you know, we wrote it at a time for us where we were making that change into becoming the experimental post-hardcore whatever the fuck we are. Um, and... We also wrote it during the winter time, mostly like the fall and the winter cold season up here in the Northeast. So, um, and I, I would say, I mean, outside of the band, you know, we're all relatively introverted, and I think when when it came to writing lyrics, we we took that introverted approach, and you know, combined with the fact that it was cold, and it was you know with the snow and just the New England weather, it allowed us to really reflect. You know, especially on the times of change, because it's been a year since we've been a three-piece. And, you know, ever since then, everything's been a lot more serious for us. I mean, you know, we're obviously here in Philadelphia. We never would have imagined this even a little more than a year ago. And, you know, to be here, it's pretty awesome. And, you know, to sit here with you guys and to eat cheesesteaks and drink beer. Let me tell you, man, five years ago, I didn't even know what drumsticks were like, man. Or how to use them. Joe, Joe wants another beer. (laughs)
2: <laughs> what am I talking about?
1: What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking bro We're just, we're just talking
2: yeah. I don't even know man Your cheesesteak My cheesesteak steak. Cheesesteaks are good I was Everybody told me When we were going into Philly That you have to get a cheesesteak And I almost didn't want to get one Just to spite them But then I was like Nah nah I'll try it I love steak and cheese Uh,
0: uh, To be honest We still got a ways to go I think Um, We were thinking I think there's there's like Three songs written We want to write Probably like three more We're in the process Of writing one now So maybe like two more But um, the songs are a lot more, I don't want to say technical, but they're, I guess they're challenging in a way. Um, I I've, like challenging to play and challenging. I feel like listening to it's kind of challenging. It's, it's, um, definitely the kind of stuff. I mean, like growing up, like I used to listen to, I loved the, the records that I loved or the records that challenged me. Like, m- like, for example, my war by black flag. When I put that on as a kid, the first time I ever heard that, I was like, what the hell is this garbage? And then I started, you know, and then I, like, listened to it again. And then I, and then I was like, oh, okay. And then as I got older, I got it, you know? And I guess that's kind of how I, like, want to look at, that's how I get, like, when we write, I kind of like having that approach. For the listener, you know, it's not. We don't necessarily write music for. We write it for ourselves, but we also want people to like become a part of it. You know. so
2: yeah, not so much on
1: and you Yeah, absolutely. I would say we have a. We actually have a very uh, cerebral process. How we write, like it, the, the, it takes a long time for a song to come together for us. You know, we have to sit there and think about it and reflect on it. You know, because like Joe said, you know, we like to challenge ourselves and also challenge the listener. And I think that through that intent of challenging, that's where the experimentation comes in, and then that's where we can really kind of you know let our balls hang a little bit and just be like, all right, you know, this might not fit within a certain context but you know what we can make it work here because it's fucking awesome and it's cool and it's different and um you know we we just like putting our sauce on things man should i get another cheesesteak i think i'm still hungry
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that there you go i mean yeah we we just we like people we want people to like listen to it and have to listen to it again and have to kind of digest it and then I like and I like when people like initially don't like it. I want people to initially not like it or you know, I I like hearing that, you know, and it, it's you know I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with, yeah, our influences, but I mean, like, like he was saying, we're very diverse, um, like, yes, culturally, racially, financially.
1: Like, I, I, I didn't grow up listening to metal, you know, even now, I like, you know, like the big four bands. I mean, aside from like, you know, some of the more popular Metallica stuff, like I was never into Slayer, still not into Slayer, really. Anthrax, Megadeth, Metallica, you know, even, even some of the stuff that I dig now, like Sabbath, like I couldn't tell you a thing about Black Sabbath before 2012, you know, and and I think that, you know, kind of coming from like a more traditional background where all I listened to was like top 40 and like, you know, the occasional like metalcore record that, you know, I was really into thrice actually in high school. They were like the band that I was into. But, you know, aside from that, it was just more generic stuff. And I think that, you know, learning an instrument in my mid 20s and then learning and having these guys push me into these different genres and different styles that I wasn't really that familiar with, I think is really helping us shape our sound and help me shape my style as a drummer.
2: That's definitely interesting. I yeah. mean, you don't meet a lot of people who, uh, who get into this without having kind of grown up with it. Yeah. Without,
1: uh, I mean, I've always been involved in music. I mean, I've been you know singing since I was six years old in the Children's Choir at St. Joseph's Parish in Hyde Park. But, you know, I mean, and, you know, I sang all through high school. That was, like, my thing. I used my voice. My voice was my first instrument. And then, you know, it was like it wasn't until after college and after, you know, I had a somewhat secure financial situation that I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to give this a shot. And, you know, put up a Craigslist ad and found these two clowns. And, you know, the magic happened.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they a dump a doom band.
1: Yeah, I mean, Converge, I'm trying to think of all the bands that these guys have put me on, Converge, Neurosis, uh, Poison the Well, uh, and then, you know, that just led, that piqued my interest and led to me discovering, you know, my own taste in just he- in heavy music, like I, like the band uh, Kowloon Walled City, I love those guys, uh, Less Art, I'm not sure if you heard of them, they just had an album drop, um, yeah, They're, it's kind of like post-hardcore, type stuff, I mean, and that's the thing, like post-hardcore, again, like, that whole lexicon was unknown to me before, like, Joe brought it to me, you know, the like, neurosis was unknown to me before Jake brought it to me, so, like, that combined with, you know, my kind of interesting background kind of helped develop my sound as a drummer, my style as a drummer, and I think we push each other because, you know, I think that them kind of getting used, to, kind of learning with me, kind of learning how to be a band right. and learning with each other, I think it works really well. I think that we we complement and supplement each other in the right places.
0: Yeah, like, there was a point in my life where I, like, wanted to sound like Dimebag Daryl. But, but then I, you know, like, we were talking about this the other day. We were like, he, like, you hear Dimebag's guitar come in, and it's just so good, but his tone, oh, man. Sorry, Dimebag. Sorry, but if only you were a tone freak. Rest in peace, man.
1: Yes, and, and and yes, both of these gentlemen have uh, thoroughly defined the term "tone freak" for me. I tone freak. Yes, as in, like knowing how to manipulate guitar pedals and, and other assortments of gear into into the most majestic and, and painful and, and beautiful thing I I, I could ever hear. It really, I mean it's amazing. I like I just I couldn't imagine playing in another type of band. Like, I could never play in a hardcore band or, like, a straightforward doom band. I mean, I could, but I I probably wouldn't have the passion if, like, I didn't have these tones, these thunderous tones.
2: I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, we're just trying to be heavy and just loud. And whether it comes through, like, really chaotic hardcore or whether it's, like, a straight-up doom riff, we're just trying to make it like massive and intense and we kind of pull from everyone's little niche and try to just mash it together the best we can yeah and I mean we write a lot of stuff by just like jamming it out like someone will have a some kind of snippet of an idea and then we'll just like jam on it for a while and that's where you kind of develop those natural transitions from part to part so it's not like super rigid and orchestrated and That's the goal.
1: Yeah, Yeah, as Jake referred to, yeah, we kind of like to sit on ideas too. Like sometimes we'll jam something and then, you know, we'll have an idea and then we'll jam it out and then we won't play it for like a week or two. And then we'll come back to it, you know, either, you know, having not listened to it that much or not even listening to it at all. or. You know, recalling it that much, and then it will evolve into its own thing that we kind of develop. I, I don't know. It's kind of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, peaks and valleys with uh, with the way that we write. You know, sometimes you know will just be you know rehearsals where we just show up and like we just want to write, and then there'll be other times where we just you know just jam whatever set we're gonna play for the upcoming show, and then that's that. You know, I think that um, you know we we never really try to get stuck in a routine. You know, we like we like to switch things up and you know be in different settings. You know, p- play with different ideas. You know, there, w- there was even uh, I think uh, one of the songs in the EP didn't um, didn't I write one of the the riffs like and I, I know shit about guitar playing, but like I I like you know picked up a guitar one day and I was like, yo, like this sounds pretty cool, and then. You know, I, I think Joe and Jake took it and then, like, made it into something obviously beyond my capability. And, like, you know, it's really cool to have that. And I've had these dudes, like, you know, t- tell me, like, oh, we want this feel on drums and we want that feel on drums. And, you know, I may not do exactly what they want, but, you know, it still encapsulates us, you know. And, and you know, at the end of the day, it just ends up being heavy and loud and pleasurable to the ears, hopefully. I don't know. I have been
2: you guys are
0: How many? How many do we get? Three? three. Let's do three. All All right. right. Ah, shit. Ah, man. That's a really fucked up question. I know. That's so hard, man. All right. Let's see. For me, it would have to be Converge, um, Judas Priest, (laughs) and... um, yeah, I, you know the third one? I don't know. I someone really random like Oasis.
1: What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Say maybe. laughs> that's, that's the perfect answer. Oh man. That's so hard to make like an ideal lineup.
0: <laughs> uh
2: I'm just gonna pick two. I would I would definitely do Kowloon and then kowloon wild city and then the melvins Melvin. the melvins right, that's a good yeah.
1: for my three or just whatever bands dream show um I, I would definitely include poison the well on that list i think that um you know it's funny because i didn't really get into them until after i started playing you know i i feel that we really Take a lot from their sound. At least in your stuff, you know. I think they, they they started off a little bit more hardcore, but they're cool. Um, who else? Jeez. Like I, I would want like some sort of like crossover, like new metal, in there, like some type of new metal. Yeah, not not corn. Yeah, mud. Well, is Mudvayne new metal? Yeah, mudvane I'll, I'll include mudvane on the list. I wouldn't necessarily call them new metal. Yeah, maybe. But no, Mudvayne is cool. Um, and then... Dell, the funky homo sapien. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, like, I like kind of counter... I like artists within their genre that are counter to their genre, if that makes sense. You know, where, where they, take, they take the elements of what is known about, you know, I guess in Del's case, hip-hop, or in... Uh, what was the other band I named... Uh, Mudvayne, you know, because you can't really classify. I like bands where you can't classify them. Like you can give them like one or two tags, but when when you take it and you evolve it into its own thing, it's it's pretty cool. We dig that. Yeah, hopefully. If not, then it was it was still cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can find us, uh, our Facebook is at Cazador Boston, one word, no spaces. Um, or you could just type in Cazador, all caps. Um, we have an Instagram too, uh, at Cazador Sludge. Uh, we post some funny things on there from time to time. Um, we're working on the other social medias, I don't know, Snap Face and, and Face Chat. Uh, whatever, whatever, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. This, is, this is just the beginning for us, man.
0: Yeah, uh, I, guess, I think it's just the beginning. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to... Um, I'm really looking forward to the show tonight. Um, like, the other bands, I'm really stoked to play with. Yeah. Fucking Shitkill, Shit Slankoma Keys, Wild Dust, Wild Dust First. Face First. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty pumped. Like, it's going to be a fun time, and it, it it's cool. It's like stuff like this is really humbling. Like, just being able to, like, you know, play somewhere else, see different things, like meet different people, and we all, like, share a common thing, and that's music, and that's just really cool. So thank you.
2: Yeah, I think we're just pumped to be in Philly to play. Like, this is cool. So It'll be at least four people, or five, or whatever. So, yeah, um, I, there, so, yeah, go online, then the first on interview. Yes. <laughs> hey,
1: j- just... Just want to give a, uh, before, before you guys sign out, I just want to give a special shout-out to our producer, Alex Garcia Rivera. You guys might know him. I don't know if you guys ever listened to um, American Nightmare from, like, the mid-2000s. Um, yeah, he has a solo project now, Chrome Over Brass. He, he was the one who hooked us up with the van uh, so we could actually make the trek down here and to the rest of the dates on this tour. So special thanks to you, Alex, for being able to uh, allow us to make this happen and to meet the from the Pit Cats, man. Um, Yeah, so I'll let you guys sign off. Sorry. Peace out.